Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our program. We welcome all the Christians, the patriots, all those that are joining us from across the nation. And tonight, I'm going to give you one of the most important action items uh, that we have ever given you because we are about to have a major vote. In fact, we're in the process now of having a major vote in the state of Kansas that is going to impact the pro-life movement nationwide as it is the first such referendum after the monumental Dobbs decision that we have been talking about uh, so much on this program. But we'll get into the details of that, plus a special guest right there from the heart of this battle in Kansas. We'll get to all that. Uh, Let's do our scripture uh, first and our prayer. So in Psalm 72, we read, O God, with your judgment endow the king, and with your justice the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. The mountains shall yield peace for the people, and the hills justice. He shall defend the afflicted among the people, and save the children of the poor, and crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, and like the moon through all generations. He shall be like rain coming down on the meadow, like showers watering the earth. Justice shall flower in his days, and profound peace till the moon be no more. Let us pray. Lord God, you have promised justice and peace as the fruit of the Savior's coming. Lord God, we rejoice that we live in a nation based on the awareness, on the acknowledgement that the Savior has come and that it is in your providence that we find our peace and our trust and that it is in your law that we find justice and freedom. We ask you to bless our nation now, Lord, in a special way as we take up the great gift, the great opening that the Supreme Court has given us to advance the protection of the unborn, of their moms, their dads, their families. We ask you, Lord, that you would give special grace tonight to each of us to hear, to see, to respond to the opportunity being given us with this special vote in Kansas. Lord, we ask you that you give success to the work of our hands, that the flowering of justice and peace and the setting free of those who are oppressed may indeed advance. May it advance through your grace. May it advance through our efforts in cooperation with your grace. We ask all this. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, friends, tonight we are happy to have the Director of Communications for Kansans for Life, and she is uh, here with us now. She's going to have this conversation with us, Danielle Underwood. And uh, Danielle, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Let's uh, uh, let's put in perspective here what's going on. We just had. Um, a monumental victory at the Supreme Court, and uh, the people and their elected representatives now have more uh, power, more authority than ever before to advance the protection 
of the unborn. And lo and behold, we have this situation in Kansas, which you'll explain to us how we got here, where the people indeed are going to be able to exercise that power. They're going to be able to exercise that protection of the unborn um, by uh, voting on this amendment to the Kansas Constitution. Um, we're going to get into how this came about, what it means, answer some of the, the mythology that is out there coming from the uh, abortion supporters, and then tell people what they can do. But first, a little bit more background about, your, about yourself. Now, you have a, a background in communications and media, and I know that you've also advocated very much for a school choice and also for the rights of those with disabilities. Tell us a little bit about uh, your uh, background in those areas. Sure, happy to. Um, I, I believe that um, the Lord has always called me to be a voice for those who have less of a voice. And so um, in particular, I've, I've been able, I've had, I've had the opportunity to speak up for people with disabilities and to um, help them to speak for themselves. And that's been something that's very important to me. And also my pro-life beliefs have always been very important, important to me. So the, when this opportunity came to join Kansans for Life in 2021, I felt the call. I knew that this was the moment that God needed me to step out in faith and to do something totally new and um, that there was a very special purpose that he had in mind. And that has absolutely played out. Um, just being in the middle of this um, firestorm here in Kansas has been truly amazing. Um, just to see the pro-life movement come together uh, across different faith traditions and across many different kinds of people, different ages, um, all the people that who have gotten in, involved in this um, in this fight that we have on our hands here in, in Kansas, as we pursue this value them both amendment to try to correct a, a horrible situation that, that we had um, really descend on us in, in 2019 through a very unexpected ruling from our Kansas State Supreme Court. Yes. Now, I was out in um, Kansas. Of course, we've known for many, many, uh, for decades, actually, uh, your former governor, Sam Brownback. And uh, I was at his side as he signed the... Um, bill, I guess it was in 2015, uh, protecting babies from dismemberment abortion, right? Yes. And he signed many, many, many other pro-life bills, and he was proud of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and so we've always looked at Kansas as a pro-life state. So we were all, we were all rather surprised by this uh, mm -hmm. court decision. How did the decision itself in 2019, finding a right to abortion in the Kansas Constitution, and isn't it interesting, Danielle, they find these rights, that nobody ever noticed before, right? Yeah. In our 1859 <laughs> Constitution, right? Sudden, you know, in, in 2019, oh, this uh, this natural right to abortion is it suddenly appears, and it was yeah. indeed that the the very law you mentioned that that live dismemberment ban, um, that was the law that the abortionist sued, that worked its way okay. up to our Kansas Supreme Court, and yeah. that was the cause of this this radical state court ruling that yeah. removed Kansan's ability to have any say in limits on the abortion industry. With that one ruling, you know, they, they caused all of our existing laws and we have over 20 pro-life laws that Kansans had worked together for decades to pass to protect both women and babies in our state. With that one ruling, they caused all of our laws to become presumed unconstitutional and are unenforceable. And that's the situation Kansans found ourselves in. And we only had one remedy to fix this 
this judicial overreach that had happened, we had to pass an amendment to correct this. And so that's what we've been working on. This really has been a three-year process that you know we, we've been involved in. And so we, we had all this happening well before the U.S. Supreme Court um, took, took their action and accepted the Dobbs case. But, you know, the day of that that ruling in the Dobbs case, where the rest of the country was was rejoicing and the pro-life movement was rejoicing, we realized we had a terribly different situation here. And unless we pass this amendment on August 2nd, the people of Kansas will have no say in limits that should be placed on the abortion industry. And we will not be able to keep any of our existing laws that had been serving us well to protect both women and babies in our state. So what the Supreme Court in Kansas said was that this right to abortion was without limits, fundamental right? That gets into very, um, very specific legal territory here. But essentially what they did was create something called a strict scrutiny standard for any laws pertaining to abortion in our state. And that standard is actually higher than the bar that was set forth in Roe and in and especially after Casey. So that meant that um, when lawyers talk about this strict scrutiny standard, they say that it is strict in theory, fatal in fact. In other words, it's almost impossible to defend any law against that standard. It's essentially the same level of a right as our freedom of religion and our freedom of speech. So that meant that the people of Kansas, you know, we we were, were about to lose our third trimester ban on abortions. We're about to lose our ban on taxpayer funding of abortions. We are very likely to use lose our parental notification law that we have all we've had broad agreement across Kansas that those were essential protections. Losing the most basic of abilities to put any kind of limits holds the abortion industry accountable in any meaningful way. So, you know, we're at this precipice moment for our state. We have two paths ahead of us. One, if, if the amendment does not pass, we will have unlimited, unregulated abortion in Kansas. And if it does pass, then the ability will return to Kansans to have a say in this so that we can again have the, the um, participation in our, in, our, in our democratic process to discuss what we believe as Kansans are appropriate limits on the abortion industry. So, Danielle, as we continue to, 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 to look at this, let's just tell people right now where they can go to find out more mm -hmm. about this amendment. Because, friends, we're not just talking to you about this here today. We need you to take action. Action A in contacting anyone and everyone you know in Kansas yes. and anyone and everyone you know who them, they themselves know someone in Kansas. Yeah. Get the word out. Urge people. Danielle, the voting has begun already, right? Yes. I actually I, I went myself this morning. We have early in-person voting that's already happening. Um, we have good election integrity laws in place here. So for those who can't physically go to the polls, um, we do have signature verification on um, mail-in voting. So that's another option. So we good. really recommend get yourself to in-person voting if possible. Um, and if not, if you can't do that, then uh, you, know, you can do either the, the mail-in ballot or um, go on the day of. The other thing we really wanna encourage you to do is to please start giving rides to those you know who might need a little bit of encouragement to get to the polls. There's not always great turnout for these, these kind of primary elections. And so we wanna make sure that everyone who can vote 
goes and does that. So please encourage those people around you to, to make sure they vote yes on the value them both amendment on or August 2nd. Valuethembotho.com is the website, right? Yes. You have yes. it up there. And friends, go there. There, there. there are also social media platforms where you will see the Value Them Both uh, initiative here. And uh, friends, even if you right now can't think of anyone you know in Kansas, you're watching from elsewhere, by posting this, by sharing this program right now as you're listening, you're going to be be putting things out there on social media that people in Kansas are going to be able to see. That's the point. You may not know them, they'll, but they'll be able to see it. Let's get as much th uh, information out there as possible. Yeah. So, Danielle, let's go back and let's look at, at, at what's going on here. So what you're saying is that measures that enjoy strong popularity across mm -hmm. this country, such as, okay, a minor uh, age uh, uh, girl is is pregnant and is going to get an abortion, the parents by law need to be at least informed. Um, and and in some in some situations, have to give their consent before the abortion happens, that that would be taken away in Kansas. Yes. Right? That um, is now presumed unconstitutional. And yeah. we fully expect, so the abortion industry has fought every single one of the laws, every one of the limits we've ever been able to place on it. They wow. have fought just extremely aggressively against them, both in the legislature and then later in the courts. And yes. you know, we, we realized that uh, the opposition to the amendment, it's, it's physically registered at the location of one of the abortion facilities in Kansas. So it's being led by the abortion industry itself, the opposition mm -hmm. is. Also, we have these radical pro-abortion organizations that are part of the coalition opposing the amendment. So there is a um, one of the member organizations is literally um, sending T-shirts out that say defund the cops, fund abortions. So wow. they have this radical agenda that they want to force on us. They also say that they believe in no limits on abortion. They are perfectly fine with a California and New York model where abortions are happening up until the moment of birth and paid for with tax dollars. And that's, that would be the fate of Kansas if we don't pass the value of the both amendment. The other crazy thing is that even the Biden administration has weighed in on this. They have literally met with members of the opposition to the amendment. They're watching this and they're weighing in on the, in the background. Um, we know that we've had fundraising by Elizabeth Warren and others, very, very radical pro-abortion forces that are trying to force this unlimited abortion state on the heartland of America, straight, you know, just Kansas, here we are in the middle of America, and that they want us to be like a California or a New York. Meanwhile, Kansans are fighting back against that because we just, we refuse to have that kind of um, extreme pro-abortion agenda forced upon us. Well, I, I am not surprised at all because uh, I have been uh, up and down and across uh, the state of Kansas uh, for, for, for decades in doing this, this Priest for Life work. And, and, you know, there's never been a time that I've been there, whether uh, praying at an abortion facility or speaking at a, uh, at a banquet, Kansas for Life banquets included, and uh, preaching at churches and whatnot, mm -hmm. that I had never been a time that I haven't seen the strong pro-life 
uh, passion and conviction mm -hmm. of the citizens of Kansas. It is palpable. And, and that's why something like this is really, I mean, this is bad wherever it would be introduced, but it adds insult to injury when it's a place like Kansas. Uh, and, you know, and so, so let's clarify again for the, for the viewers, passing this amendment, saying yes to the value them both uh, 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 initiative here is not creating any laws. No. In, in Kansas. All it is doing is saying we the people are going to decide our laws. We're not going to be burdened uh, through our state constitution with this idea that abortion is a, 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 is a right that cannot be tampered with or diluted. You're exactly right. It does not create any new policy. All it does is return to the power of the people our ability to have a say in the conversation about abortion. And, you know, we have this representational government. We want a say in what happens in our state. We don't want unelected judges deciding for the rest of us that we are going to have an unlimited abortion industry here in our state where abortions are happening up until the moment of birth and paid for with our tax dollars. That's abhorrent to us. The other thing that we're fighting back against, the reason this is so incredibly important is that even the Kansas City Star is acknowledging that we will likely see a 1,000% increase in the number of abortions here in our state if we don't pass this amendment. That's something that you know we, we can't even begin to, to wrap our minds around how horrible of a situation that would be. The idea of that amount of um, traffic coming into our state from surrounding states um, coming here for late-term abortions that then our tax dollars would subsidize is not something we will stand for. And so we've got to vote yes on the Value Them Both Amendment on August 2nd or before um, to make sure that we, the people, can regain our voices in this conversation and not allow these unelected judges to just take this completely from us and, and decide a, a terrible fate. Well, this is why, Danielle, even Kansans who identify themselves as pro-choice really shouldn't have a problem voting yes on this on this amendment. And, and the reason I say that is if they, as as they say they believe, have got you know a persuasive argument and they've got the public on their side, if they persuade the legislators or elect legislators who are already persuaded that having a, a permissive abortion policy is a good idea, well, then they can still do that, right? I mean, this amendment is yes. not taking away their right to do that. You're correct. You're correct. All this does is it, it really restores a, a, a place where we can have democracy functioning. You know, all, all these states around us are able to now have the conversations where they're seeking what consensus is in their state. We're asking for the same. We want the same thing in Kansas. We don't want to be... Um, removed from that conversation. We know that there are passionate people on both sides of this issue, and we absolutely need to be at a place where we can have dis discussions. We can have conversations about this. And we know that, you know, as, as pro-life people, that we have um, strong arguments for, for why we believe what we believe. We know that medical science is on our side. So we know that if we can have the conversation that we can get to agreement among the people. And we the first thing we, we absolutely have to do is protect these common sense limits that we already have had in place. We believe in these things. We, we have broad agreement that we don't want abortions happening here, 
past 22 weeks, we have, like you said, even many pro-choice people, you know, pro-choice people with some reservations, they believe in having limits. We know from polling that's nationwide polling, that shows us that a vast majority of people believe in at least limits on third trimester abortions. That's basic. If we can't even keep these basic restrictions in place, we're in deep trouble in Kansas. And so our one remedy to fix this is to pass the value of the both amendment on August 2nd and to make sure that this does not become a state where we have unlimited abortion you know, with 1,000% increases, potentially 70,000 abortions happening here per year, even up to 100,000. We can't let that happen here. And that's why we are fighting so hard to make sure we pass this amendment on August 2nd. So friends, if you're just joining us, uh, Father Frank Pavone here from Priests for Life. We're talking with Danielle Underwood from the, she's the communications director for Kansans for Life. And the reason we're talking with her is this very important value them both amendment that's being voted on right now in Kansas through their primary on August 2nd. And uh, friends, you can help wherever you are. Uh, If you know people in Kansas, contact them. Go to valuethemboth.com, whether you're in Kansas or anywhere else. Learn more about this. And, Danielle, I'm going to talk in a moment about one of the other reasons they need to learn more about this, because this is a battle that's also in other states and will be more and more. But we'll talk about that in a second. But but go, go friends, to this website. And then on that website, you'll also see the social media platforms uh, that are uh, connected with this with this initiative, and you'll be able to uh, pass these 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 facts along to others and really help our brothers and sisters in Kansas to win on this amendment. We want people to vote yes on the value them both mm-hmm. amendment because what this is doing is protecting the Kansas Constitution, which their state Supreme Court has said somehow now contains a right to abortion. And all the people are saying, wait, 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 wait. We're going to decide whether where our state goes on abortion. We, the people with our elected representatives, not unelected judges. And, and Danielle, this is really I mean, this is where our whole country is going now with this recent Dobbs decision. That's exactly what that decision said on behalf of the U.S. Supreme Court. There is no right to abortion in our federal constitution and abortion policy should be set by the people and their elected representatives. This is what we have now nationwide, according to federal policy. And uh, there's no reason why uh, an individual state should be uh, should be different. This is going to be a battleground and and already is in some other states and I think will be more and more because the supporters of abortion, knowing that they do not have persuasive arguments, are much more eager to get judges on their side uh, than they are hopeful to get the people on their side. So they'll go to the courts. They'll they'll try to say that the constitutions on the state level have a right to abortion. But of course, the Kansas Constitution, the word abortion isn't in there any no. more than it is in our federal constitution, right? You're correct. It is so, not. So, so what the other until, side tries to- Until the ruling was issued, it yeah. was not. And now with that ruling, it now does apply to our, to our constitution. Yeah. So that's why, you know, really our only choice our only choice, our only ability, our, our only remedy to fix this is to pass this state constitutional amendment. And yeah. thankfully, we had already all these wheels in motion before um, before we found ourselves where we did this June. 
So this is an important moment. This is something that no, no Kansas pro-life voter should be sitting on the sidelines. You must vote. We need every vote. So make sure that you get yourself to the polls. Make sure you get all of your friends and your family to the polls. Bring your grandmother to the polls. You know, pull your next door neighbor. Um, everyone we can find, we need every pro-life vote to turn out for this election because we'd like to see this be a landslide. Yes, yes, that's what we want. And mm -hmm. you know, something we've learned in the in the in the debate over the uh, over the Supreme Court case that you know when people talk about the right to privacy we're not opposed to privacy people talk about liberty we're not opposed to liberty uh but to derive from those concepts and those rights uh the the right to abortion quote unquote is ignoring a very specific difference that abortion brings to the table and that is that it takes another life. Whatever one wants to call that life, whatever value one wants to place or not place on that life, it's indisputable that abortion ends a life. And that's what distinguishes it from, from uh, legitimate rights of privacy and liberty. We have liberty, but we don't have liberty to kill somebody. So it, it, it's so fundamental that I think this is an argument on the popular level that in a fight like this, for the value of them both, People in their conversations with one another have to say, hey, listen, nobody's opposed here to liberty or autonomy for the freedom. Nobody's opposed to th th these things. It's just that we don't use those as a cover to end another life. And I like the name, Danielle. How did the name come about? Because, you know, we always say in the pro-life movement, love them both, because you can't love the baby without loving the mother. You can't uh, help the mother without uh, helping the child. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I presume it's deriving from that fundamental conviction of yeah. our movement. Yeah, I, I, I think it does, but you know, it, it's also specifically referencing the laws we've put in place to protect women from a okay. predatory abortion industry. One of our laws that we've already had two laws struck down because of that ruling. The first was that live dismemberment ban. And we've seen a 17% increase in the number of live dismemberment abortions since that ruling was issued. The second one that was struck down was a very basic clinic sanitation and inspection standards law that was put in place specifically to protect women, to protect their health and safety. So, you know, when we talk about how the laws we put in place in Kansas, um, first of all, all of them, amazingly to us now, but they were all bipartisan passed. All of them had broad support among Kansans. So this measure, again, I just want to restate that the Value Them Both Amendment does not ban abortion or does not put any new policies in place. All it does is it allows our existing laws to continue to stand so that they won't be overturned. And it returns to the people our ability to have a say in the discussion about abortion, what we believe should be representational of us and our beliefs here in Kansas. So just to just to be clear, but it, the, the valuing it's because Kansans truly do value both babies in the womb and their mothers. We believe that all those lives should be protected. So, you know, when we talk about these things, these are just common sense, common sense things that we've already reached agreement on that we've got to protect. So that's that's kind of part of part of the thinking behind this. We've got to show that Kansans value both women and babies. 
This is going to have an impact on the whole country. You know, if this were uh, uh, to go the wrong way and, and the amendment were not to pass, you can just imagine, Danielle, right, what the other side is going to say. You know, see, you know, people don't want these, uh, you know, restrictions on the right to abortion. See, now, and that'll propel, propel the movement to, to do this same thing in other states, to yes. find in the state constitution a right to abortion. So you're really leading the way. And that's why our audience, which spans all, all 50 states, mm-hmm. is um, uh, it, 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 we're summoning them here today to, mm-hmm. to get involved in this because this is for Kansas and this is for all of us. Yes, absolutely. And I think we're, this is also going to be very instructive for other states that go through similar battles or start to do some kind of amendment process proactively rather than reactively as we've had yes. to do. Because yeah. you know, we've seen this incredible flood of misinformation coming into our state and, and just circulating a lot on social media, a lot of absolutely false information that's being spread by the opponents of the amendment. You know, Tell us about all, some of those things. Yep. Yeah, so first of all, all of their, you know, many of their signs say stop the ban which is absolutely false. As we already said, the amendment itself is actually technically abortion neutral. It just returns to the people our ability to have a say in this discussion. Secondly, you know, they, they've been using all kinds of scare tactics that we've seen happening both in national conversation, but definitely here, where they're saying that the values in both amendment is going to um, put women's health in jeopardy who experience miscarriages, ectopic pregnancies, septic uterus, other things that um, are are jeopardizing a woman's health. But in Kansas, we have a specific definition of abortion and none of those things apply, but that doesn't stop them from continuing to spread those seeds of absolute lies everywhere they possibly can. They're trying to scare people into thinking that this amendment is something that it isn't. And so we're really having to battle back on that. And I just, you know, I would also, you know, tell your readers, or I'm sorry, tell your audience um, that um, this that that's false information. And we have to set the record straight. We've been trying to do that over and over again in different interviews we've been giving and on our social media and our emails, trying to help people understand what they're truly voting on. So yeah. you know, we see these scare tactics that have no place here. And we're trying to get people informed about what they're truly voting on August 2nd. So, friends, uh, we have heard uh, right from the, 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 the heart of this mm-hmm. amendment uh, process uh, with uh, Danielle here today, uh, the important vote going on as we speak in Kansas. Uh, we are all involved. Please, friends, go to valuethemboth.com and let's all uh, get behind our, our brothers and sisters in Kansas and, uh, and behind the, the unborn, their moms, their families, and uh, the freedom we have in this nation. Danielle Underwood, thank you so much for uh, talking with us today and, 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 and really giving us not only the knowledge but the inspiration to uh, bring this amendment to victory. Thank you so much. Okay, friends, let's pray and, uh, and, and let's pray in a particular way for success 
for this amendment uh, and for the continued advance of the uh, of the freedom of people nationwide to uh, to choose life and to set abortion policy. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for the the understanding that you give us. We thank you for the unity uh, that we have across this nation, and we thank you for the the ability to speak up for freedom that we would govern ourselves and not be governed by unelected judges or by invented rights that are imposed upon us without our consent, without our vote, without even our input. Lord God, restore freedom where it has been taken away and uh, may, may your people rise to the occasion to do exactly that. And we pray, Lord God, for all our intentions now using the words your son Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, Danielle, thank you once again. And we will uh, we will talk to you soon, I'm sure, as this campaign comes to its culmination. And uh, and thank you all, brothers and sisters, for uh, for joining the program. Please continue to spread the word about this program. Connect with me on social media at Fr Frank Pavone, and uh, don't forget to visit ValueThemBoth.com. We'll talk to you soon, friends. God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit EndAbortion.net.